0: Summer. I'm Vanessa, and welcome to the Sit Still Look Pretty podcast. Today we have an exciting episode on hookup culture and <laughs> misogyny. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, and misogyny. <laughs> Guys, <I'm... laughs> I am so disappointed by your lack of energy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my stomach hurts.
1: <laughs> guys <coughs> anyway away.
2: I'm so sorry. I've just never heard a woman so excited about misogyny before. <laughs> Vanessa, <laughs> I have literal tears in my eyes. But anyway.
0: No, but th- this is this is why
2: SSOP was invented. So yeah, I guess without misogyny, we wouldn't be here. So you got to bring the same energy. <laughs> Period. Okay, cool. So we asked you guys what you guys would want to hear. And this topic was actually one of the main ones. So we have Chloe, who is someone I've known for a really long time. And all three of us have these convos like constantly, me, Vanessa, and Chloe. So I thought, why not? Like, why shouldn't we just invite her on to talk about it? And like, this you know, do us- this. Huh? This makes us sound so lame. This is all we talk about. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's Chloe. If you want to introduce yourself.
1: Oh. Hello, I'm Chloe, and I'm so excited to be here. She couldn't sound more <laughs> sarcastic. Okay,
2: we're gonna swing right into it because we all have a tendency to overtalk, and you guys know this already. The first question is, what do we define hookup culture as? So, who wants to take it?
0: You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna leave ladies first. So, Chloe, we're I all ladies. It. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm trying to be nice. Stop shitting on my
2: kindness <laughs> Guests first, yeah fair enough Go on exactly.
1: okay. um, I think I, don't know, I, feel like I feel like I'm an interview Culture is a really difficult one to define Because like, Up until a certain point We didn't have it It wasn't really a thing in our yeah. society not to, get, not to get historical But up to a certain <laughs> point We didn't have it And so now it's something that's quite new So I feel like with that, the the term hookup culture is difficult to describe because it's something so fresh. So, as you say, at this point in time, it means that culture of going out and having casual sex. But that might not be what it means to everyone, because not only is it new, it's also subjective. Mm -hmm. So some people might define it as the casual set. Some people might define it as just going out and kissing someone. Like, John. You know, like it's such a spectrum of what you define as a hookup. And yeah. it's such a thing that I don't feel like the term has been nailed down yet.
2: Yeah, I think it is very much like a Gen Z kind of thing. I think very much from our generation and maybe the later end of the millennial spectrum, I guess, as well. It's very much been a new thing of just like, Casual fighting against this whole, like, I guess, monogamous and monogamy and like that kind of vibe. Like, yeah. it's just been like fighting against it and being like, being free and being like sexually liberated and being like, and not tying yourself down to one person. I think that when you say subjective it does come from like very different places I think because some people go into this hookup culture and a lot of people say they go into it and they they participate in it because they've been heartbroken before or they're scared of getting hurt or you know stuff like that but then you've got those bachelors and bachelorettes who are more like I'm too young to settle down and have a family and kids like like, and it's because of that impression of what a relationship is. And, and neither one of them, I don't think, are, are bad. It's it, Again, it's subjective. How everybody wants to live their life is how they want to live their
0: life. But I do think the nuances are pretty interesting. I think if you think about the rise of individualism and the hookup culture, I think there's definitely like a positive correlation within the two. And I think they are, I don't know, it might, it might sound controversial to say, but I think they're heavily linked. Um, because like at the end of the day, what does hook what is hookup culture? Like it's a it's an interaction with an individual that is completely void of, I don't know, intimacy. There's no deep connection with others. You're just clocking in, clocking out like you do at a shift. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Kind of like when you go to the supermarket and you're like lots of flavors of I don't know, gum, and you're like, you know what, I want to try every single one of them. And you try them and then you dispose and then blam, that's it. But I think it's also stems from the fact that there's like a massive problem with being yourself I think a lot of people have trouble being themselves with authenticity in today's age and so like how can you show up for your sorry cut that out a lot of people have trouble showing up for themselves so like how can you show up for someone else it's kind of it's just a bit hard but I I
2: agree with that I think it's a very fine line and I think really thin ice when you say that people, I'm not like completely agreeing, but I think it's really fair nice when you join hookup culture with like mental health and things like that, because I think it takes away from that person's ability to make decisions for themselves, you know, their own personal autonomy. And I think that's very much the shadow over hookup culture and over this, I don't want to be tied down to one person. Da-da-da. I think my belief personally, and who knows, in five years time, I could get counselled for saying this. But my personal belief is if you're of the age where you can consensually and maturely make those decisions for yourself. In my personal belief, I do think it's like 18 plus just because you've experienced a lot of your life by that point in terms of going to uni, et cetera, et cetera. And you're consensually making these decisions. I don't actually see anything wrong with not like with being sexually liberated and having like having that hookup without an emotional connection but
0: 100% 100%
2: but I do have to add the after effects of it for women especially can be very bad so I'm sitting here and I'm like yeah women should be able to do whatever they want but then again is it feeding into the male gaze it's going to be something that we get into here
0: and this goes back, this goes back to the whole thing I said about you have, like, people have trouble being authentic, being themselves. And what I mean by that is, like, you'd, a lot of people don't have a connection with themselves, don't even know themselves, they don't know who they are as people. Not, and that's not to say, because at the end of the day, I don't think you'll ever know yourself fully, like, it's just a continuous growing process. But what I mean is that when you're engaging in hookup culture you're just you're not really connected with yourself and I feel like if you can't be connected with yourself then how can you connect with other people so 100% agree with that before we go any further can I just put a disclaimer out there that this episode is for 18 plus and if you are under the age of 18 we kindly ask that you divert your attention to any of our other more engaging and um, entertaining and educational episodes thank you
2: Loie do you have anything to add on like the whole conversation we just had before we move on to misogyny and and that whole section
1: I think it's just that the the term hookup is so we're talking about it in this as this sexual liberation going out having this but I think something that does probably not necessarily a disclaimer but just in 10 years time hookup can be something completely different because hookup the problem with the term hookup is that it is slang and slang by definition is informal, it's non-standard, it's colloquial. So I think just to put out there that up in our minds, well in mine is that is what we're talking about here, but it is so individualistic and it is subject to change. So I just think that there's a time for now this is what it is and I just think remembering that it is slang and it is changing and it is colloquial and it is these things is important yeah
2: I agree I agree um, I think
1: it just has different meanings depending yeah. on using it where you're using it
2: I think it's really interesting because a lot of our topics actually do cover like that kind of subjective and I think that's why it's so good that we've had we've got Chloe like on here talking about this as well because I think we all have a way to look at it from different perspectives and I think these conversations especially with three women need to be of different perspectives.
0: I I also think that it's also I think a, a product of our generation I don't know I might be over generalizing a little bit but I think our generation has a massive problem with taking accountability and the problem with hookup culture and casual stuff is that there's, in a way there's safety and anonymity. Cause like you only meet that person for one night. You only spend, I don't know, like such limited amount of time with them. So like in that way, they're still very much unknown to you. Like you don't know what their favorite color is or what their favorite food, or like you you just don't know anything about them. Absolutely. Some people don't even know the names of the people safety and anonymity because they don't know much about you and you don't know much about them so therefore like if things go south or for whatever reason you just decide not to talk to them anymore or take it further then you don't have to take accountability you don't have to be responsible for your actions it's just like a one-time be and delete type situation
2: exactly Chloe yeah exactly no instead of going on to Chloe about this as well I think we should just go into what is misogyny because maybe some of our listeners may not know what misogyny is or may not know like how it's like defined and things like that so does the ex-historian want to talk about what misogyny is Chloe? She can
1: give it a shot um I think I think again misogyny There is obviously a definition for it. If you go to the dictionary, there's a definition. But misogyny, again, can be subjective into how you perceive something. So something that I might sit there and be like, I feel like that's really misogynistic. Someone else could be like, I'm being really sensitive. Like, again, like, it's such murky waters with all of these things because some people
2: are... Misogyny ba- ultimately just genuinely means the putting down of women uh, for favor
1: of men. Ultimately,
0: so there's so much internalized misogyny. This is what I want to ask Chloe because, like, how do you draw the line? I'm
1: sure the actual definition of misogyny is a hatred or contempt for women. There we go.
2: <laughs> that was that's my bad. That's my bad. That was close. I usually Google some of it's these a definitions.
1: Form of sex. It says it's a form of sexism used to keep women at a lower social status than men. Yeah, there we go. Maintain ro- roles of patriarchy. There we
2: go. So it's basically putting women down in favor of the patriarchy. Ultimately,
0: but because you hate them. <laughs> I just wanted to ask because you said it's murky water, and it certainly is. But there's a lot of something that maybe I deem misogyny. Someone else might think I'm just being sensitive, and vice versa. But there's also a lot of internalized misogyny. So like, how do you? no this, this is just purely for the listeners um. the
2: thing is with internalized sorry i'm taking that over chloe awesome. <laughs> my own personal experiences i used to struggle with internalized misogyny myself basically seeing myself through the male gaze so i dressed for the male gaze listened to music for the male gaze like etc etc like i very much performed for the male gaze because i was very much seeking that like male approval for a plethora of reasons that we're not going to go into and that will stay in summer's therapy sessions, but but ultimately, when it comes to that internalized misogyny, I think a lot of women don't realize they're doing it because of how society is built and how society is made. For the form of men and like men having this dominant role, and men behaving this way, and men having that, and men doing this, and, and how women in TV shows, Love Island, et etc., et etc, all of these kind of feed into influencer culture as well to a certain extent as well, and social media, how a lot of these feed into women not as their own beings and their own kind of their own beings, but
0: there to perform for men and to look good for men, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. I have a question and don't fight me on this because I know some of you girls like to tussle yeah but this might be controversial but like some reasons why women get fillers are for the male gaze I think again when it comes to women
2: modifying themselves in any way dressing in certain way like whatever it could be internalised misogyny, or it could not be, and they just like that stuff. That's why, again, it's really complicated. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think what complicates the matter quite a lot in terms of internalised misogyny, in terms of male gaze, is I think what people not necessarily don't know, but I think it's so intrinsic in our culture and our society. Women are built with the male gaze in already women are conditioned and brought up with that male gaze inside them what was it I said to you the other day about um that Margaret Atwood quote where it says that you are a woman with a man inside watching a woman you are your own voyeur and I think the first time I read that I was like oh my god you sit with it for a bit and then you're like do you know what women are brought up and conditioned to have a man in their head So no matter how much you think you're dressing not for the male gaze, there's probably a subconscious part of you that's not dressing for them, but there will always be a moment of, I wonder how I look in that. I wonder how that makes me seem to. Oh, 100%. No matter what, you've always got that bit of your head like,
2: and I feel like I know, and then this and then it's like, how are you defining pretty though? Are you defining pretty by how many men like your insta posts? Are you defining pretty by how many men try to get your number in the street? And are you defining pretty by like how many guys super like you on Tinder? Like it's But this
0: this is what I mean. Like the business model of modern dating apps is I think is built on that. Like it caters to men more than it caters to women. Okay, I can think of one app that caters more to women than the others, but is very much built on that like male gaze it's like been, swipe right.
2: yeah especially the mainstream dating apps like we're not saying every single yeah. flipping dating app but the mainstream ones hinge tinder
0: and women get it because it like fulfills their emotional validation because yeah a lot of people want to be validated and it's so it's human instinct and it's so it caters to them from that sense but then the consequences in terms of like the other side are so much bigger i mean you get like a fake dopamine hit from being liked super liked on tinder and then bam i crashed. mean which one of we've all had dating apps right all three of us
2: like we already know the vibes we know that it's for is we are going on there to seek it's male validation
1: out there and we you are know in what? The trenches <laughs> we are and in the that, trenches. And-
0: And you know what? It's because we have that we can sit here and and speak about this because none of us are still on them, right?
2: No, I'm I flip back and forth because some are struggling. I'm gonna be real. I want to be honest with you guys. Some are struggling because someone wants a boyfriend.
0: <laughs> you, told me, you told me the other day on the phone that you don't want a boyfriend. Bitch, make up your mind. I can't make up my mind. I can't. Oh, my God.
1: I feel like I'm watching tennis. Just back and forth.
0: Shut up, Chloe. Um- But no, like the business model, like I think there's 1.9 billion, it's an, it's a 1.9 like billion dollar industry or something like that, dating apps. And I think it, it very much caters on that, like FOMO, because you're young, you think, okay, like I'm 21, I should be doing this and I should be doing that, which is like societal standards for your age. And dating apps very much enforce that, but also the whole like swipe left, swipe with men especially it's we've never been so connected to the level that we are today like in the past this has never been possible like maybe i don't know 100 years ago you'd meet someone in your village and you'd be like okay this person is pretty this person is intelligent i wanna i gotta seize the opportunity because i don't know when i'm gonna meet someone that i'm gonna village village 100 years (laughs) ago was (laughs) (laughs) 1922
1: so like a thing 100 years ago like london new york Thing. We'll
0: make it. We'll make it. We'll make it two hundred years ago. You how ever heard that? of the Roaring Twenties? <laughs> you never heard. You never how about? It? How about we make it? Okay, we make it two hundred years ago. Okay. So yeah, you gotta like seize the opportunity. But now, like we with all these dating apps, like you can keep swiping and you just think, okay, yeah, she's pretty, but let me see the next one, and then you just get on a yeah. loop because you think the grass is always greener. So yeah. you like miss opportunities first of all because you base just looks but also because you think that you can somehow get better no matter what you
2: are. Yeah, I think this is my thing with hookup culture, especially from I, like I try to be I try to be as uh, transparent with you guys as genuinely possible. When I was at university, I also participated in hookup culture, as did, you know, many of my friends. I think a lot of us did. And I thought you were about to call me out there if you want to tell them that you did or did not that's not my role no No. yeah that's fine then I participate in hookup culture for again a plethora of reasons and I think ultimately what it came down to when I left uni and I came back home and I thought about it and, and stuff like that I think I very much sat there and was like this is somehow working against me (laughs) <laughs> this is somehow making it more difficult for me to find a partner, which is which was the intention I went into it with, which is completely wrong by definition of what we defined hookup culture in at the beginning of the episode anyway. But uh, it's making it a lot more difficult for me to have a partner and it's not making me feel so good about myself. I realise that I'm not one of those people that can participate in it with no emotion and no... I'm someone who favours intimacy, so...
1: Is this whole conversation we're having not basically saying is anybody that person or once again, has a standard been made for women that no one is going to reach because nobody goes through life going through any situation, not feeling emotions about it? That's ridiculous. You yeah. might be able to go out and sleep with somebody and wake up the next day and happily leave and happily go and be on your way. But by sitting there and being like, oh, so yeah, like the perfect ideal hookup culture woman will go out, do her thing, go out and be crazy, free love everywhere and just leave a trail of men behind her. That woman doesn't exist. These women don't exist. That's the whole point. What, these women don't exist.
0: But you know what? Go on. No, I was just going to say, I feel like those girls, the like the pick-me girls who like pretend, oh, yeah, I'm just going to sleep with him. I have feelings for him and I really want to make this work, but I'm just going to pretend like I'm a cold-ass bitch yeah. and leave in the morning. Sis, he ain't going to think about you twice. I can't lie. Pick-me girls are setting
2: feminism back 20 years every time they say <laughs> something. Every time you say something,
1: you're setting us back. Stop it. it is? <laughs> is it not? Like, for God's sake, like, you're allowed... To care if he called you by the wrong you're allowed to care you're allowed to care for god's sake you're allowed to care no you did not no you did not this is my
2: thing this is my thing it's it's like this whole hookup culture the reason why i think it battles against misogyny so much is because look if it makes it out like women are supposed to be some cold-hearted wizard witch whatever who doesn't have feelings but then at the same time these men want us to have feelings because they want us to care that they're not texting us back because you get these men that are like that are like oh so you're not gonna hit me up again or sorry i thought i wasn't supposed to have feelings i thought i was supposed to have a frozen heart i didn't know i was supposed to care i'm allowed to care now and it's like you are aunt you have to ask permission to care
1: they don't want to want you They want to turn up and be like, oh, yeah, so I slept with her and she loves me. And then you turn around, you're like, hey, you're just like, and then they are upset because once again, you've not met, not even the ideal, just you've not done what they assume women do and that's where this all plays into it no matter what we look at no matter if we look at the perfect home life woman the perfect the woman who can juggle a job and a baby a woman who's taken the feminism back and is cooking up a storm the woman who goes out and has sex with loads of men no matter what you do literally no matter what you do as a woman you're letting someone down and that's the reality of it period that's going in the bio No matter what you do as a woman, you are letting someone down. Oh, how would your dad feel if he knew you were going out and doing this? No offence. I don't care. No offence. You know that... My dad is the reason I'm doing this. That's what
2: you know, my therapist you know... said. That's what my therapist that... said. That trend no I was like fatherless behaviour. <laughs> oh my days. That blew my mind, by the way. Because you know what? I would just like to, I would just like to clutch out some straws here. I would just like to say something yeah not to call her daddy on on us or
0: anything but where have you got this image of women from i am convinced that the boys who grew up with no dad and were mommy's boys yeah lethal lethal it is them that we need to talk about because but i feel like real
1: the real pandemic <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, no, but they're the ones with the most misogyny because they'll be coming at it. I want a girl who will just sleep with me. Like, they want a girl that's in this hookup. culture. No, when no. they meet a girl, is wait, wait,
1: wait. Most misogyny? Because they want someone to be their mom. No, why but- are they going to leave a house where someone's washing their clothes and essentially brushing their teeth for them into a house where you're going to be like, why no, are you not picking but, but the stories, let's think about the stories.
2: The, the mummy's boys, yeah. They don't want a girlfriend. They don't want a wife. Yeah. Like their mom. They don't want a wife, not like their mom. They just don't want a wife. Yeah. They want to just sleep with you. But when you just sleep with them, they're like, you're such a hoe. Why are we just having sex? I'm mommy's. I'm so boys, confused.
0: I'm confused. Mommy's, mommy's, boys with with but with no dad specifically. Let's make sure that we're clear about that. Yeah. Mommy's boys with no dad. Yeah. You can do absolutely no wrong in their eyes you've still done something wrong and that's oh, just fine. point blank period
1: but, but no
0: offense is that
1: not life as a woman I'm sorry 100% I'm sorry. I'm when asking
2: the big questions
1: when you when you're born if they gave you a little oh here's a pamphlet on what your life's going to be like you would literally open it and it would say you're gonna suck at everything you do because it's true. that's it because if you're a mother and you say, I'm going to take time off and I'm going to look after my kid. Oh, those people, they went out and threw stones in windows and all you're going to do is stay at home and look after your baby. If you go out and sleep with loads of men. Oh, well, I'm sure your dad would be so proud. No offence, but I'm a 25 year old woman with a job. I pay my own bills. My dad is very proud, actually, because I'm you living know, must life be nice. old, Must
0: Must be nice. Like, Girl, like you go
1: out and you like fucking burn your bra and they're like, oh, she's great as a, fem- as a feminist, amazing feminist. But then you'll have men like, oh, all these women, they just hate on men. So literally no matter what you did, Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? This is the thing.
2: This is why I think for women, hookup culture is a lot more harmful than we'd like to think it is. Because look, yeah, I, like I said at the beginning, I'm all for sexual liberation. Sleep with whoever whenever obviously consensually and all of that stuff it's fine who am I to judge it's not I'm not judging you no judgments here I don't have the right to judge anyone but it's again not only feeding into the male gaze which we covered just now like a little bit earlier but it's also that part that you have to women have to have this kind of thick skin when you're getting involved in this hookup culture because you are going to meet men who aren't emotionally intelligent who aren't who who haven't outgrown that misogyny who have you're also going to meet women as well who haven't outgrown that internalized misogyny that we're all born with and I think we all have a part to play in at some point in our lives and you are going to get frowned upon for that so I admire the women who are so strong and that can still go out and do this and be like yeah I'm going to own this I'm going to do it do you know what I mean because the hate that you get that not only misogynistically from men but also from women and I think this is why yeah. I think it's so difficult for women to invest in hookup culture because you're told that to invest in hookup culture you need to not have feelings and you need to hate all men and all of that stuff but how how do you do that you I think ultimately to be successful I guess in hookup culture is that you just need to not care about anybody else's opinions of you and just be so confident in who you are
1: I was just gonna say one thing they don't tell you about feminism when you sign up to feminism is how hard it is. Yeah. <laughs> and how thick of a skin you have to have. And how even those who mean will still have negative things to say. They don't tell you how hard it is to be someone, not even just a woman. They just not even a woman, just anyone. They don't tell you how hard it is to be someone who has views that might upset someone because everyone has views that upset someone like I'm not saying that but I am saying that no one tells you how hard it is to sit there and listen to people tell you that you're being sensitive and you're being stupid and I'm not saying I sit here and cry I'm just saying that why do I have to put up with this bunch of idiots (laughs) for the rest of my life just because I think I should be allowed to do what I want like why do I have to put up with that
0: I think like our generation is so hyper fixated on the fact that it's cool not to care like it's scary how embedded it is within us to not allow ourselves to care but I think a lot of people at the same time don't realize that is a that kind of response that I don't care I can do everything on my own like the hyper independence is a result of trauma I was actually scrolling through TikTok the other day and this girl was talking about how being like not care like allowing yourself not to care and be invested in something is actually a response of insecure attachment yeah just thought I'd put that out there
2: Yeah 100% okay so we've covered the majority of what is misogyny you know what we think about it is what is hookup culture what do we define it as what does society say and I think we should just make some like concluding comments on it because I don't want this episode to be too long and I think we could talk about this forever this is why we've got Chloe on the episode because we all just have these conversations all the time and we could literally talk about this as much as possible but I think all three of us whether we agree or we disagree or like between all three of us i think we should all just say and just answer question of does hookup culture benefit women in today's society or not so who wants to take it first wow don't put your hands up all at one time don't shout over each other (laughs) okay i'll go my opinion of it and whether it actually benefits women or not I don't think it as an overall as uh, taking it objectively I don't think it does because I think it I think still in today's society I think it's very difficult for women to do anything and I'm not saying we should do anything I'm just saying in the views of society women do know apparently no matter what it is we do, whether we're birthing children, whether we're stay at home mums or whether we're strong independent women having our own businesses, like women do no right in today's society. And I think as long as you are a strong, independent woman who can deal with the after effects of what people may think about you and things like that, I think if you are going to invest in hip culture, I think you just need to ensure that you do to not care about what other people think about you, because who you are and who you know you are, because no one knows you better than yourself. No one knows you better than who you are. And I think as long as you know who you are and know what you stand for, and you're not doing anything to hurt anybody, do whatever the hell you want, sleep with whoever the hell you want. But as a society will frown down, frown down upon you, they will frown on you for doing exactly what it is that you want to do, no matter what it is. So if you want to do what you want to do, sis, I got your back. You don't know me, but I've got your back in whatever it is. And I know that I can pick out, if you need some TikTokers who will also have your back, I've got them on lock too. But I know that everyone in this podcast episode as well will also have your back. That's just one thing I know anyway. But yeah, my concluding comment is that society will never approve of you for whatever it is that you're going to do. So part of me is just like, do it anyway. As long as you're not hurting anybody and you're not hurting yourself, do it.
0: I think before like taking part in that I think you have to really connect with yourself in the sense that you have to ask yourself what is the reason that you're partaking in it is it for validation is it for pleasure what exactly is it because if it's for validation then that's a bit more it's going to put it this way it's going to make you feel a lot worse afterwards than it would be if it was just solely just for pleasure. Because if it's for validation, then that's likely going to crash after the whole thing is done. And then what people say about that particular person, or if you see that particular person with another person, like it's just going to make you feel a whole lot more worse. So I think you got to have your reasons for doing that on lock before. You, you engage in it yeah that's my thought about it I think it's, it can be ben beneficial it can be negative I just think you gotta really know what you're getting yourself into the same way when I don't know you're starting a new business you need to have all the potential stuff worked out then I think you also need to do you need to re- not research but you just need to know what you're getting yourself into I just think like the biggest issue
1: with hookup culture and feminism is that no matter what you do, women will always be held at that different standard to men, no matter what you do. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do. You're always going to be held that. And especially, I think it links with, this, with an issue that there is with this new wave that's come with this new era, but there's a new wave of feminism, I think, coming out now. Like, in 10 years, people look back on this period as probably a new wave with this... Because we had sexual liberation back in like the 70s and the 80s. But I think it's re- there's a revival of it now. And I think the issue is that this new wave is pushing this. Casual sex is liberating for women. And it's feminist to be casual about sex. Um, <laughs> I don't think it is, personally. That might be very divisive, I think it's individual if you want to do that go ahead again like some said all for it but the bottom line of it is it doesn't matter how liberated you feel it doesn't matter how many people you've got behind you going it's so feminist to go out and hook up with everyone there is still going to be a man that stands in front of you and calls you a slag and that may or may not still upset you period (laughs) period may or may not still upset you just because You as a person feel very liberated. And just because you as a person felt really good going out and sticking two fingers up to the patriarchy and having sex with 10 men, does that mean you're going to be upset when a man calls you a slag? Maybe. How feminist do you feel now? Because you've been... Because I don't think it's your fault either. I think you've been led down the garden path by this new wave of feminism. Because as an 18-year-old girl, you're being told... Wow, why are you having sex with all these men? Do you think that you're wrong for having sex? Oh, so are you slut shaming me now? So then, as an eighteen year old, you're like, oh, all of my friends are going out and having sex. Oh, the feminism, the feminists are telling me that I should go and have loads of sex. This is exactly it. You do, and then you feel like shit. I'm not very feminist. I don't think it's very feminist to make other girls feel like shit. No. So. It's not.
2: And I think this is it that massively links to my point because you have to be confident and honest in who you are and what you stand for and what you believe in. And no matter who it is, like we said, we covered internalized misogyny in this episode, as well as misogyny from men as well. You're going to get shame from anyone because of how our society is still very much rooted in the patriarchy. It's why we created SSLP to talk about topics that are usually male dominant. If you go listen to a topic on hookup culture from a man, on a podcast, Good I don't want to. I don't want to hear it.
0: This is the thing, right? Because the, the question is, is it beneficial for women? And obviously, if you want to engage in it and stuff, then do it. Or like it's up to you how, what you get out of it and whether that's worth it for you. But I think I like read somewhere that this is the first generation that generally has no idea. Like men have no idea how to court women, and this whole like hookup culture like you might stick out and be like you know what I'm not going to engage in it and I'm going to keep my standards there's things that I don't want to negotiate over and that's fair enough like what you want to do you should want to do but then you might generally like someone but then if you don't conform to what that person wants from you then the standards are like collectively going to be like well, I can just get that in hookup culture do you see what I mean but uh, I think I've messed up the explanation but no
2: yeah no
0: exactly but I think
2: that's scary I think yeah I think it very much is scary and I think we've still got a very long way to go in the fight of feminism and standing for what we believe in I think there's many different definitions on our podcast on a reel that we posted we had a misogynistic guy commenting basically threatened by the fact that we've created a podcast for women there are men that listen to this podcast as
0: well like it's not there aren't that we have a male audience as well summer and i were talking about this today actually we were talking about how basically like we are largely a female podcast but we have some male friends who listen to our podcast and we have another male friend that was like i'm not gonna listen to it because it's just for women and we were like The thing is, I think men are very much,
2: they are now feeling marginalized when anything is for women. Sorry. And next thing we're gonna to have to start bringing out tampons for men i wouldn't even be surprised if we see this like it's genuinely got to the point where we're so entitled from how the patriarchy has been so outstanding in our society that they feel like anything specifically for women should also be for men and it baffles me it will always baffle me but sorry this podcast is mainly given to women to put a voice on things that are male dominant that is the point of the podcast but anyway, on that note, we will wrap up. Thank you so much, Chloe, for joining. And I hope that she had, she added a good voice. We don't know when you'll be hearing from her again. But what I can tell you is we have some really exciting speakers coming up. Right. Have a great day, evening, night, morning, wherever you guys are. And we'll speak to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.